Puddles in the morning, puddles in the evening, puddles in the afternoon. Well, I'm a puddle boy and she's a puddle girl. The Puddles podcast is starting real soon. A lot of words. Here comes. Welcome to Puddles with Andrew Collin, aka Puddle Boy, aka Dry Dick, aka Poop Hands, aka Mice, aka Garbage Face, aka Tickle Cock, aka Old Gray Balls, aka ATC, aka um, oh, Threaded Brows, aka aka. I think I forgot a couple, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> I'm getting heard good at that. that. Yet, dude. Which one? All of them? No. Like, I mean, I know I've always noticed that you're very good when I, we're on live and you all of a sudden go, like go into that. Mm-hmm. You've been good at recalling all of them. I didn't know it was a, a thing you do on your podcast every opening. People are really into it. They I love bet the they AKs. love it. It's yeah. fun. It reminds me of um, Mark Marin with What the Fuckers, What the Fuck. Uh, oh, yeah. He would just go with the... I can't even remember any of them. Well, someone told me... Oh, you, they always like With the fucking ears. They tell me to like add some, and some yeah. of them are just very mean. Someone told me to add spastic boy, and I was like, that doesn't even go I mean, with the theme. Of, no, no, that's perfect. You are spastic. I can't say that word, first of all. I am a little. You know what? He might be on that's, something. That's spastic, dude. I dance a lot with my wrists. Yes. Oh, I forgot this here. is audio. I was trying to do a. Vi- I was, um, you know, catering to the video component of this, which. You know, I gave a lot of thought to today. You throw this on your Instagram. Yeah. You got to look like I, – I bought an outfit for it. I didn't, like, necessarily buy this for it, but I was vintage shopping today, and I was like, I want, like, a cool new look for yeah. puddles. I mean, this you nailed it. It's a really cool – first of all, you know I love tigers. And, dude – I love tigers. Well, this isn't for you, but thank you. No, well, it's for the fans, but it's I feel fans, like it's partly for I didn't me. know you love tigers. Come on. I've told you I've been watching those videos of tigers just, just killing people. You just told me that literally five minutes ago before we st- – oh, that they kill people? Well, they, I just love a nice tiger attack. Really? Yeah. Of an animal? Of an animal or a lion really? attack. Yeah. I hate that. Oh, man. Let Wait it... a second. What do you watch? Like um, like warthogs get ripped up and like yeah. um, caribou? I like a nice like nine hyenas versus Are one lion. Are you serious? I mean, it's not a mean thing. I don't it's like nature. Seeing flesh ripped from a bison, on, like a, a minute, a tiny bison that's been plucked from its mother. I'm not saying that tigers shouldn't be allowed to hunt. I'm not like speaking out against it. It's part of nature, but it is my least favorite part of National Geographic on Sunday nights, which my family used to watch. Okay, it's. I don't want to see a crocodile pull a little innocent animal. Uh, you keep saying that the I baby, don't like the baby. Violence. I'm okay, saying fine. more Even like an old one. a main lion versus another main lion, oh. and the lion comes in like, and he's like, "Yo, I want to take over this pride," and the other one's like, "You're gonna come into my fucking pride and fuck my woman yeah. and take my kids? Get the fuck out of here!" And then they fight, and then they, oh yeah, yeah. that's kind of hot. I guess. Yeah, dude, it's badass. Okay, <laughs> I'm feeling like Nala right now. <laughs> yeah, Nala. You know that sexy Nala face that she makes when they're like, "He's holding back, he's hiding, but what I can't describe. Why won't he be the king? I know he is the king. I see inside." And then they like, she like makes a sex face at him. I don't. I don't know. You know that scene. Do you know that scene? Is it Luke? Tanner. Tanner. Tanner is his name? Luke and a Tanner could hang out. You look like a Luke. But um, that scene, she goes like this. I'll do it perfectly. That's pretty good. You actually look a lot like a little lion. Like a lion? I well, I'm, noticed I'm, that. You are very Hannah lion. Hannah Burner got me bird. into cats, and so I'm very interested in cats right now. There's two cats um, kind of 
By freak. the way, Nikki Glazer's on the show. You never even let me introduce you. You took right people over know. the whole show. No, not many people know. No, but if they click to listen to the podcast, my name is f- for like it's there. Yeah, that's true. So they know I'm here. That's a good point. But you know, if you're just there's listening. no way unless unless just someone goes Siri, play the latest episode of Puddles. Like it's that's gonna a, be look, they're that's gonna happen. I guess it does happen. Yeah, people are into me. People don't. No, I know people are into you, but people. Don't really use that functionality to listen to podcasts. You, you just go to your app and you pull it up. Did you see the Lion King, the live one? No, I never did. With um, I remember it was such it was all the 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 rage in the nineties when it came out. No, there's one that came out this year. Oh, the live? No, I was talking about the um play. Oh, that's oh. still going on. Yeah, I know. And like one of the most successful it's Broadway amazing runs how these ever. plays go on for twenty. I told you, I saw Book of Mormon twenty five years. I I was telling people like I. Every, oh, yeah. Have you You're seen that it? Guy. Have you seen it? But it's just a high school production. It's like right. nine At people. At this point, yeah. 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 And one guy that never got another job. It's, it's public domain. <laughs> like, happy birthday. Yeah, it's just in a public years. library in a room. Um, yeah. No, no. Yeah. It was great, though. I mean, these things run forever. Lay Miz has been on for like no, 40 years. No, I didn't years. see the live action Lion King. I, everyone said it was good. I do want to see Cats, though, and I don't understand what. Coming back to Cats. Yeah. I Why is see... it such a big thing? This is it crazy. Just, first of all, I it just seems so weird in the reviews. Have you read any yeah, of the reviews? Yeah, people are shitting on it. I'm bad. not talking about. No, no, they're not shitting on it. Yes, they are. Dude. You haven't read the reviews then. They're saying it's a crazy experience. It's like it's like going it's just it's like the room, you know, it's so bad that you're like, how did someone think to make it and it like fucks with your mind and it like it people are saying it's it is an experience to go see filmmaking this horrendous. And that's to me is why I want to go. Okay, so if the guy was at uh, there's like apparently CGI they, that isn't finished, so you can see like someone's like full foot with like a bunion on it, like uh, and then uh, like Jennifer Hudson's foot with a bunion, and then like in their other foot is like a paw. Like they didn't finish the CGI in time. There's like funny sounds like that could have been CGI. It. Maybe she actually has a real cat foot, and they added the bunion. Oh yeah, they added the bun- <laughs> yeah. You would add a bunion just to give a. <laughs> A reality to this because so what are they saying? Why is the bunions. CGI not in yet? Because well, they wanted they it out by Christmas. It. Yeah, but why? Why rush? Because it? they thought it was actually going to be a big good idea, and they didn't start getting panned until the trailer came out and was humiliating. No, no one. The cats world thought that the cats people they thought they were making such an important production that was going to yeah. change cinema like cinema forever you watch the clips of them backstage like there's this Taylor Swift clip that she just posted where she's like talking about she's on the set for Cats and they're all taking it so seriously as you do with a film I mean you should but it's so funny because they had no idea it was going to be a joke until the trailer came out and the trailer was so weird did Taylor Swift even <laughs> I can no, see Taylor her not Swift, even put it on her dude, Instagram the day it came out she kind of like put it out but like kind of at a bad time of day (laughs) and she was not proud of it at all like you could tell she wasn't like she eventually got into it because i think contractually she was obligated to do so i'm sure but that's that that and she is kind of like leans into being a dork and she just loved she just wanted to be in this musical that she was obsessed with yeah and i relate to that like i would get sucked into something that like i just said on my instagram um she looks a lot like a cat she does. She has very cat tendencies, just long and just very yeah. like, you know. And but James eyes. Gordon was in it. Jason Derulo's Gordon. dick was in it. Gordon, huh? James Gordon. Why? It's James Corden. Yeah, Corn on the Cop. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. He does the car he's things. Great. Yeah, they, yeah. They, yeah, they come in there and sing their he's songs. He's very talented and very nice. He can memorize very well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you met him? Yeah, I did a show. Oh, mm-hmm. how is he? It was, he oh, fat? he was so he's nice. He's fat. 
No, he was really attractive, actually. I definitely Googled James Corden wife after I met him. Because really? I was like, is he single? Yeah, he was, he was he um, charming. He is married. Yeah, he's happily married. And I kind of look like his wife, so I was kind of flattered that, oh, at least I'm attracted to people who are attracted to people who look like me. He was in it. Jason Derulo's dick was in it. That was the rage. Jason Derulo is um, famously will do anything. Um, insider tip. Uh, if you need a, someone, a celebrity he would to do show puddles? up at something. He probably would, dude. He does everything. He's like Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers used to say yes to everything, which I really admire about her. Well, but she also, needed money for IRS. No, no, no. That wasn't it. She like was like, I'll, I'll do anything. That's why she was just like, she was so fun and free. Jason Derulo, I think, just like, he did my show, Nikki and Sarah Live. He, um, I love Jason Derulo, but we were told not to ask him about. Uh, the, don't make fun of it. Don't mention Jason Derulo. What's that? The fact that he says his name in every song. Oh, that's the thing that they don't want him to mention. You can't. We didn't. We couldn't ask him about him mentioning his name in every song. So he's gotten that a lot, then. Yeah. You would think. What's his name? Does it all the time. We the best. Oh yeah, I think he he loves. That what's he his does name? That. Fat that guy. Um, DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. Yeah. Khaled. DJ Khaled. We the best. We the best music. It and really, it's like it, that sentence doesn't make sense. We the best mm-hmm. music. I don't like it grammatically. It does. It does have a ring to it, but it's it's wrong. It's teaching the children is, uh, poor, poor grammar. This is what I think it does, though. First of all, it's the most. <laughs> Blind confidence on earth. Oh, yeah. He's like, blindly confident. He doesn't eat pussy either. Well, I don't, you know. Whatever. I made a joke about that. He, he, he's a spokesman for Weight Watchers. And I said, well, well, pussy's like seven points. At least. <laughs> it depends. Yours is like 20. <laughs> oh, today it is. Yeah. And I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Let's just say. Just having a, just having, just wore two. You're having a bad pussy Well, day? I wore a, um, a, uh, a body suit. Not, what would a body suit, what is it called, ladies? A. A, a tight, um, a thing that connects, a leotard. It almost yeah. connects underneath a bodysuit, but it doesn't have the snaps. So I couldn't like even wear it optionally as just tuck it in. And um, and it really is tight and it's made for t- a tiny torsoed woman. But that's why I like it because it pulls down and like really is like it's a tit show. And I love it. Like, and last night I just wanted to have a tit show. Oh, last night. Last okay. night I just was going for a tit show. Like, and it, I did mm. a great, this top, I wore it on Howard Stern. If you want to see it, go look at what I wore on my first Howard Stern great tits shirt but anyway it rides up and i was wearing a thong with it and that double up Jeez. your crotch all night with um high-waisted jeans these are the jeans i was wearing too so they're they've been through the ringer again this get these jeans i was wearing these they're <laughs> up there i mean my crotch is right here can you imagine wearing pants that huh can you imagine wearing pants all the time i'm just saying and I yeah know I, I wear briefs now. i know i don't have to but i'm saying to look Good in women's fashion right now. It's like, but up isn't there your a crack. way to show your tits good without destroying your pussy? Yes, of course there is. But this top, like, it's hard. <laughs> you know what it's like to find like a really nice shirt that just it fits you the right way. Okay, this one is perfect for me and makes me feel comfortable in a way. Like, no, it's not that easy to show your tits off in the right way. It really isn't for me, at least. I know. I'm just thinking of a way where you can wear that same shirt. Could you cut it and then just wear? Or does no, it the because pull? it needs the pull because it pulls and then it pushes them. And so it's now your like, pussy is just divided like this all night. Yeah, and a pussy divided against itself cannot stand. It cannot stand. No, it's no. not. The North will defend. And my pussy is already divided. I mean, there is a, you know, and it's just, and it's already, those two don't get along anyway. Yeah. And so we're, you're separating them with several layers of, you know, moist fabric because I'm sweating. I'm on stage. I, I kind of had a couple rough sets last night because I'm doing new material and I'm being very vulnerable and sometimes it doesn't resonate. So I was just like, I was getting a little bit of, 
flop sweat down there. Oh, man. It's tough. You're already, you know, you're hurting inside from the bombs and then your pussy hurts. It's a yeah. double whammy. No, it was, uh, no, there was, uh, I don't know. I'm just trying new stuff. Well, it on is stage. interesting because, like, the guy's balls, our balls fluctuate. Uh, every 10 minutes, our balls can be different. I wonder if a pussy hangs more of depending course, on the weather. Of course. <laughs> Not the weather, but, well, probably the weather. Sometimes it's it's I think- more humid out. You're. Yeah, sometimes I think a, a vagina in like 100 degrees is a whole nother animal than 50 degree yeah, vagina. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. There are days that I take <laughs> off my pants and I go, I am so glad that a guy isn't here right now. Yeah. Like a guy isn't taking these off because yeah. this would be, I would have to call it out and be like, got to go in the next room and give it a good uh, scrub down before we get to town. You got to dry ice that thing. It wasn't a problem in my relationship. Dry ice. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> You got to cool it off, man. It's too hot. It's another uh, a sauna pussy is an animal. No, it's not that it's hot. It's just been hot. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's staying hot. It was hot before, <laughs> and now it's just had time to just you know it's you yeah know, to mold up. Yeah, like it was just the smell that I smelled in my Uber, dude. It was like could have been guy. you. <laughs> no, oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> no, dude, it was um, it was a suit. guy. And, actually, Ari wrote back. I love back, him driving going. That? This fucking pussy. Oh, my God. Here. This fucking no. sauna pussy. This guy had a bet. You know, sometimes I like boy smells where they're just like stinky boys. If I'm like, you know, attracted to them. Yes. And no, this guy was actually hot. I had a hot Uber driver that I was like, I kind of liked his vibe. As soon as I got in, though, his car was a mess. So bye, not going to work. And his windows were all dirty. And he um and he smelled like these. And I've smelled this at the gym before. Guys. If you don't shower enough, you get your and you masturbate a lot. Your cum like yeah, dries cum, on your cum, body, yeah. and like you, I smell mildewed cum, and mm. boy bo. And this guy was reeking of it. It was bad. So we all are stinky people. We just got to shower once a day. Yeah, cum could, at least cum could smell. Cum doesn't go away either. Cum, you put cum on a wall. Don't cum on go a floor. for more than a day. Don't convince yourself that that's okay. If you have capabilities to shower more than once a day, you better or like once a day, you got to do it. Yeah, but there's something about keeping that stink on that a girl thinks, oh man, this guy just fucks and he just got fucked, and it kind of turns you on a little bit. Um, I oh think, my god, I have some wild shit to tell you. Like I can't wait to tell you. I can't, tell me right now. You got to tell me. I can't talk right about now. it here. Yes, you can. What well, we can't, we I can just still give you some names. juice. Yeah, no. give me the juice. Okay, well I'll talk about it in the most like. Innocuous An abstract. Way. Yes. What'd you say? Innocuous. And a unicorn. Rhinoceros. Innocuous. Innocuous. Really? Tr- Innocuous. Okay, th- there you go. You have problems with your use. You have. I have a problem with you. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, You're g- not wrong, dude. <laughs> give me the juice. No. I, um... You're coming in hot, and I like it. I got to tell you, though. You that seem fun today. I am so fun today. Sometimes I get worried when you put an Insta story of, like, a, a pig, like, half dead, and then I'm like, oh, man, she's, oh, it's yeah. going to be a long one. Well, that's why I had to do what I had to do this morning, because I was I was in a mood. I wasn't depressed, per se. Okay. Like, I was in a, in a little bit of a mood, but then I had what I did before I came here, which was amazing, and I'll get to the secret story in a okay. second. Okay, all right. Um, couple things I want to, I don't mean to, I don't want to take control, but a couple things I want to just, um, first of all, I am, I want to say that I am sorry about how I always tease you for the way you say things. If anyone has a speech impediment out there or is an immigrant and doesn't know the language and you're like, I say things wrong and I say we the best music and, and that because I don't know English well or didn't receive the education yet. Listen, I'm not coming after you. This is I'm coming after Andrew, who has had a Florida public school education. Private, he is a smart private school. private school. He is a smart, 
uh, man. I know that about him because I hang out with him, and I expect more from him than innocuous. Okay. Okay? So that's that's my point on that. Secondly, um... Are you running for office? What are you doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> What's the second thing? Well, it was the two I don't want to take this over, but... As Nikki Glazer running in 2020 <laughs> and this being my podcast now, I want to tell you that Andrew talking like a moron is okay because he's kind of no, smart. It's, no, it's not okay. You, it's it's okay for me to mock you as well. Yes, of course, but I don't if I don't have a problem with it, who's having clear a problem about with that. It? It's not okay. One lady had a problem with it. She said you're making fun of immigrants. But I really like the way the lady approached me about it. That's another that's a, she was like she DM'd me and was like, I think that there's you got to look into why is it triggering. I don't know why it's triggering for me yet, why I get so mad. When you say some words wrong. It's probably that. Yeah. It's probably you always that I, on me. I secretly think I'm stupid. It's probably it. Yeah. You think or yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, the vegan thing. And people will find out that you're stupid, but really you're smart but, oh, or no. whatever. Are you hiding oh, right now? No, I might be stupid. Wait, someone said that to me today. They go, um, you, it was when was it? God, someone last night or something said you're smart, and I go, I know. I just took it. Mm-hmm. That's nice. And it felt really good to do because it, I'm always, I feel like, pushing that away. Yeah, when someone says you're smart, you're like, oh. But I'm not, I'm not like, a, like, people sometimes are like, that was genius. And I'm like, mm, no, like, you don't, genius is like scribbling on a whiteboard, like, equations. Yes. No, there's different kinds of genius. No, that's genius. I, I would be reluctant to take an IQ test because I think people, some people would think I'm smarter than I actually am. No, but I think you can be very, whatever. We, you can be very smart in different ways. The guy that can figure out the uh, paragathium yeah, theorem, you know. That's what I love about stand-up <laughs> is, like, I can be on stage with a microphone, and if you are a physicist in the room, and you're like, I have a theorem that I would like to present, you're like, people would come up and go, shh, sir, you need yeah. to leave. Yeah. It's like, I get to talk over him. He's and like a doctor could be like, I'm a doctor. And to be like, you can't say that. Sit down. You're disrupting her performance. She's talking about her pussy. Yeah. It feels so cool that even people that are smarter than me and probably deserve the floor more. Mm-hmm. You can't get it. But this is the thing. And I think a scientist or whatever, I don't know who would do this, but they could look, they could break down. Got a little coffee on your nose. Like on but I like it there. Oh, That's yeah. what my mom oh, yeah. used to say. Yeah. It's such a good defense. It is. To it's like feel, when you have food in your teeth. Yo, I like it there. Oh, I used to but really make my ex-boyfriend saying, mad with that I one. But this I guarantee someone can break down your connections and all that shit and show that you actually are like a mad scientist with what you're doing. We can't do it, but I'm saying I guarantee oh, right. there's like functions An and shit An actual genius for could break down the way my brain is thinking in terms of a joke. Yes. And you, you, you're that way sometimes too. Like the way your mind works makes me go like, what the fuck? And it's presented in a way that you're stupid, but you are actually very smart. And I think that that's sometimes you are legit stupid. Mm-hmm. But and so am I. But sometimes but oftentimes I am like, whoa, Andrew's much smarter than we give him. I give him credit for. Yeah. I, I talked to myself. we the best. We, we the <laughs> we give him. We thought Andrew's <laughs> stupid. Who's we? Just me. Just me. And what was your DJ second Glaze thing? Was second, second thing was that I um why I feel like I'm coming in hot today is that I had a 30-minute meditation as opposed to my regular 10 or 20. And yesterday I had a 40-minute, and I had some major breakthroughs in terms of new material. That's why last night I was, like, doing lots of new stuff because I just came up with so much stuff in my meditation. I figured out so many things. I have so many great ideas. I'm like, I just feel like 
meditating beyond 20 minutes for me is going to be a game changer of 2020. And it's and it's funny that um, 20, 2020 equals 40. 40. And that's yeah. going to be my new daily meditation. That's a long. I'm not kidding you. Optimal performance. Yeah. From Old Glazed Dog. What? With a 40-minute meditation. When did your thoughts start coming to you? In the second half? No, no it started right away. Or and I reached a place later? of... Um, like I reached a place of wanting of gratitude for someone that I have felt so much anger for, and it came out of nowhere. This isn't someone that I've wanted to repair the anger. I kind of love it, and I like kind of like like lavish it, like hating this person. And during my meditation, all of a sudden, I was like, I felt empathy for him, and I felt like I wanted to reach out and just tell him. And it happened yesterday too with another guy that I've only felt anger towards. This guy today was a different guy. It's weird. It's men, but it's men, not romantic. Neither of these are romantic men, but they're men that have hurt me in different ways. And I wanted to reach out and tell them my part in what led to us not liking each other right now. And, like, there's just no point in having these grudges or, like, having these standoffs. Like, I just kind of saw – I don't know what I reached, but I'm going to – I decided I'm going to – I didn't have time to do it because I, I, I'm i getting to another thing that I want to share with you. But I want to talk about this because – I didn't have time to do it, but I'm going to leave him a voice memo. I'm going to record a, an apology just to get it out and not be interrupted. And I mean, I, maybe that's me being selfish and scared of what he might say if I do call him. But I'm open to a phone call afterwards, but I just want to get it all out and apologize and, um, like, clean up my side of the street. Not expecting anything from him. That's big. It felt I, really big. I was going to say, and it almost, I was going to say, a lot of people. What we end up doing is like, I forgive the person I hate, but then you never let that person know that you forgive them. So then it's like, well, who who is this for, other yeah. than just yourself? But I think that's a big move. It's not now, but yeah. but this is the thing: you might not get what you want back. That's what I'm saying. I don't expect anything okay. from him, and I can truly say that, like, if he continues hating me, that is going to be on him. And I just the thing is, I assessed the the issue between us when I was doing my meditation, which to me has always seemed his fault, his fault, his fault. He did this. He said this. He tried to do this. He then did this. And it was all him. And it was me. Uh, poor me. And then I was thinking about it. And I was like, what have you done, though? Um, That's big. What have you done That's to big. maybe cause these things? Or not cause them, but, like, you didn't help them. And I was like, I did that. I did that. Oh, and then I realized, oh, my gosh. The thing one one conflict between me and this person is that we um, is is something that uh, it's hard to say. I'm like I all of a sudden had this immense gratitude for him because he taught me this one thing that I eventually um, kind of resented him for. It's complicated, but I felt I was like I owe him a thank you that I've never given him, and actually he could have been way worse, and he wasn't, and I appreciate that. Well, I look forward to this voice note. Hmm. <laughs> that was the realest sound you've ever heard come out of my body. If we could isolate that, hmm, whatever that was, that was that was pure me. I don't know if it was you hated the joke or you go, maybe I do owe you a voice note. I don't. I think the best part about it is we'll never know. We'll never know unless I get the voice note. You could someday. I mean, I feel no. I definitely owe you apologies. No, and I've you given don't. Them to no, you, you don't. No, you don't. But also, I'm going to do. I. I think you're just growing on your own. It doesn't it has nothing to do with me or this person. But I. But yeah. looking within yourself and being like, 
where did I go wrong in this situation? Well, it's the most responsible and the most mature thing you can say. Yeah, no one's perfect. You bring something to everything, even if the person did. And I'm not talking about if you were molested. I'm like, what did you bring to the table, little one? Because that's different. But um, I, I, the way you know what you can bring to the table if you were molested? The way you look at it. There is a part that is now on you to like either deal with it or look at it and handle it, or say, okay, that's a very sad story for me, but I have to move on from it, or hey, that's a sad story for me, maybe I want to grieve it a little bit and spend some time with it, but you you have a choice in every kind of thing that has happened to you. Yeah, it's all how you view it, but I think also not expecting, you can't control how that person's going to react is, everyone's afraid of how that person's going to react, that they're going to win, and a lot of it's ego. But if you are okay with what you owned up to and you're completely honest with yourself and them, mm-hmm. you have nothing to worry about. Yeah. Their reaction has nothing to do with you then because your side of the street is clean. And then the voice And note, they're getting a parking ticket on theirs because they're street cleaning on their side and the street can't be clean because all of their cars are parked there. Because they, they won't let their emotional car walls go down so they can have the street cleaners come and then they're going to get a ticket for like 50 bucks and those add up over time. And then eventually you're living in Los Angeles and you've accumulated so many street parking tickets that it's 2009. You don't have a job. Yes. You just did the tonight show, but thing offers aren't coming in like you thought they would. Yeah. Tyra Banks show like reached out to you and asked you to do like a field piece, but then they never followed up when you said that you were available. So then you're looking at all these parking tickets and you're like, Hey, my parents live in St. Louis and they have a place and I've do so much of my road work in St. Louis. So maybe I'll just move home and I'll avoid these parking tickets and, and then Seven years pass, and then all the parking tickets are expunged, and then you can move back to L.A. with nothing to do. But for those parking tickets, you don't have to pay any of them. And sometimes that's like, you know, it's just about facing your fears and, like, owning up to your bullshit. That's so true. <laughs> Add that to my Wikipedia. There's no way. That's someone... my story. That's like, that You can go the early years. That was my early years. 2009 to 2010. I one time got a, a, a boot put on my car because of parking tickets in New Orleans Dude. and I remember calling my dad and it was right before spring break and I needed money to get the the, the boot off but it was so expensive because the backup tickets was like a grand and I was like he's like fine I'll pay for it but you're not going on spring break and I was like fucking dad dude come on it's senior year I just want to fucking go to fucking Acapulco oh, yeah, all my friends are going to Acapulco fine I just won't even have my car I'll just leave it there dad and he's like Drew you're not getting this and I'm like Dad, dude, I just want to go to Poco. Oh, when you I've just been can't working out this, reason with been them. working out for three months, Dad. My abs are slow. I shaved my chest. You're y'all. starving like, too because yeah. you're just eating little <laughs> chicken cutlets and a little dab of rice. He's like, Drew, I can't. And he ended up paying for it and still allowing me to go to Acapulco. And that's wow, probably your little whiny. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it plea worked. I know. I used to go. This isn't fair. I used to fall on the ground and flail when my parents would like. When I had no control, like, I would freak out when I couldn't get them to give me something that I wanted. In, and it was rare. In my defense, I, I I very rarely asked for things and then, like, demanded them Yeah, of later. course. I was so afraid of coming off like a spoiled bitch. Yeah. But just that one you because like I was... like that. Yeah. Oh, of not asking? Yeah. No, I feel like you've gotten better about it, too. Like, that's something that you that you never want to feel entitled to anything because yeah. you come from an entitled background. And so you you don't... You don't use any any of your entitlement that you could use. My, I have a really rich friend who's just the same way. Like she never, she's always like lives life. Now that you live life, you're not cheap by any means. You're not cheap at all. I love the way you spend, to be honest. But 
I mean, in the past it's been bad, but like you treat yourself to things, which is good. But I have a friend who's super rich and like lives like she's like yeah. broke as fuck mm-hmm. because she's so embarrassed that she's rich. And it's been so much of her identity growing up. But I feel like my entitlement now is kind of like in the comedy world of, you know, being on your show, being friends with you and then using that as leverage kind of feels weird for me. Even though some people could use that as leverage, you have used it as leverage. I know, but I'm saying it feels awkward. To no, do you got to do that. That's how. Yeah. That's business, man. Yeah. That's like business 101. Like you got to position yourself yeah. to get. Like I was just answering a uh, question, in, uh, an AMA, while I was on the way here in the stinky Uber, and someone asked what's me, "What's AMA? Ask me anything." Okay, it's a Reddit yeah, thing. I think you need to give that. No, context. I feel like most people know. No, they don't. Please, okay, well, I was doing a Reddit. I feel to tell you to have. I mean, it's actually, that was like, seriously, was really good because yesterday we did a podcast on my podcast, yeah. the UF podcast that Andrew's on all the time. It's kind of our podcast. And um, he, and I, I gave you shit about saying something that people didn't know. But you know what? I honestly said AMA being like, if you don't know it, look it up, bitch. Yeah, but you, you know, should know it. You, you know should what? know it. Be no, with the times. No, they shouldn't. The, the, no it, one lives com- on Reddit. You what? live on Reddit. No, people know AMA. You know what? We're going to do a poll after okay, this. We're going to do a fucking poll we'll after this. We'll do a this. poll. It's going to be a poll. Instagram. We're polling. Can I poll on my Instagram right now because it has a bigger, um, you know. Following in what, this? Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to do a quick. kind of rude to do on my show. Hey, I'm on the Puddles podcast, you guys. I mean, the show's and, um, going on right now. I just right now. Uh, was telling a story about AMAs. I said I just did an AMA in the Uber. And I want you to uh, let me know if you know what AMA means. Or this, would you have to Google that? My show is going on right now. This I know. is my show, though. But this is publicity for it. So if you know what an AMA is, say yes. If you don't know what AMA is, say no. And be honest. Thank you. It's my show, Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So I uh, I put up a post yesterday about not drinking for a year. I, I took, know. Congratulations. I, I, did a year. I know. I did a year. Oh, my I God. Ever, I'm so proud of you. I did a year in 10 days. Yes, dude. Yes. Yeah. It's so good. It's pretty incredible. You know, it, it really, I, it's weird. Are you being facetious? Because it is no, no, incredible. No, 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 no. I'm being partly facetious. How easy was partly. it, though? How easy was well, it? month one through three is hard. And then three through like eight, nine. It's like writing a screenplay. Right. Actually, no, it's not. Because okay. the ending's easier. The middle part is hard. You know? Yeah. But then when you get closer to the year, then you have, like, you know, whatever. It's like when you're driving a long distance and you get closer to home, it's easier once you... The last two hours. But the middle part's hard. Yes. And it all depends on who you surround yourself with. So we hang out so much. You don't drink, so that helps a lot. Yeah, you just... It is who you surround yourself with. You gotta go... You... Yeah, I think that... Um... Your friends fall off that you used to drink with all the time, or you don't fall. You hang out with those people as much, or you hang, or you just gotta. You can step away and then come back when mm-hmm. you're strong enough yes. to to, and then they realize, oh, he's not fucking around. This isn't like a oh, I'm sober to lose weight for October. It's more like no, this is a lifestyle. This is making me better. This is why I've yeah. I've you don't even more think successful. about it after a while. And yeah, and that's the other thing. People think about it more than you think. Oh about. yeah, wait. I just did eight years. Wait till you get. And more, I mean, there are people, I met someone yesterday who's 30 years, and it's just like, it just is, I don't think about it at all anymore. It's just like, it's, is there anything else in your life that you just like don't eat or don't partake in? Like, yeah, I don't do cocaine. I don't do mushrooms. I mean, why? why but that's I, everywhere, though. But that's something yeah. that's everywhere. Oh, yeah. I don't smoke cigarettes. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's one. Um, I mean, that was one for a while that a lot of people were doing. But something as ubiquitous as drinking, especially in our, um, in careers. Our job, yeah. 
it's 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 wild. It's a hard thing to just suddenly separate yourself from. But that's the only also- time it's hard is like when I'm on like a first date and the girl goes, "Oh, I'm gonna get a vodka soda." Or what? Did, what did you get? Oh, I got ginger ale. Oh, ginger ale. It's always that that yeah. little thing. That's like literally the only reason why ninety percent of people drink is that five minutes of awkwardness of Dude. going. Yeah, I know. But why don't? And then there's always that question. Like, I don't want to like pry, but like, why? Why did you stop drinking? Because they want to probably. No, stop I love too. that. I love that awkwardness. Really? I love being like, um, my life is better without it, and um. You'll realize that someday too, but like I don't mind if you drink. Go, go ahead. Yeah, but sometimes they want like a full story. No, you know like. why people drink? It's it. That is exactly why people drink. It's because it makes being social and social interactions that are usually anxiety-inducing. It makes them much more tolerable. It is very hard, especially as we isolate ourselves with our phones, to go spend time with someone you don't know, especially a date. It's so intimidating. Sex is on the table. You have to have sex on the table. Um, it's just, there's a lot of pressure. That's like the worst. So for me, that is the most, I would rather speak in front of, obviously speak in front of people. I would rather speak in front of seven people in a room quietly. I would rather than go on a one-on-one date with a man who I might have to sleep with or that he might think I'm sleeping with him. Booze made that so much more easy to both happen and even just go into. Yeah. Well, I just think, I think when people go on dates, it's, Especially women, I guess the expectations are just so high to for the guy wanting to fuck you that like that you have to fuck or especially if it's the third date. It's like, well, this is the third date. That's what the book says. I gotta I fuck don't him. Feel... But some women just want to fuck though too. Yeah, they do. But I will say that I don't feel like I have to fuck them, especially by a third date. It's really the first date that I feel just like scared that I get then myself in this? a position that I was just like, like I went to something today. The thing that I can't talk about, and I want to tell you later. But I went to a thing today. Because I just was, like, feeling like I needed it, and it was um, this, like, and I walked in, and it was so awkward, and, like, not where I wanted to be, and I was like, why did I come to this? Who, I don't belong here. This is not what I needed. Someone steered me, and someone suggested me going to this thing, and I was like, I do not belong here. I hate this. I mean, like, I wish I could share what it was, because it's wild, but I legit cannot, but it was it was the it was one of the most awkward things I've walked into in a really long time, and then I stuck it through. I was going to leave, and then I stuck it through, and it ended up being incredibly rewarding. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Now. Yeah, yeah, it was really. This isn't the juice, though. The what? You said you had a juicy story for me. I mean, is this part of it? That I mean, that was the well, the juicy part is I can't get into the juicy part oh, at all. God, this I'm whole sorry. segment just. I'm really... just telling. Well, I'm I'm fucking ovulating right now, clearly, because I am getting dick fl- flying into my DMs all over the place. Guys are watching my Instagram story that haven't in a while. Like they're just sensing that I'm like I need to get uh, a baby inside me. I think that men just sense that, and that's because I'm just like guys from my past are coming back in. So it involved that. I went to a thing and I felt a lot of that feeling, but also like, and it felt weird at first and then I stuck it out and it felt rewarding. So you think a guy, it was an orgy, maybe 500 miles away. I wish. I know you wouldn't do that. You'd be too scared. 500 miles away. I know, but this was, this meeting was kind of like the same thing. Can we just say what it is? No, no, no. I hate this whole thing. No. I'll explain it to you why I can't. Okay. I get what I can't. No, you don't get it. Yes, I do. No, you don't. I I didn't understand it either. I bet you I could guess everything. No, I know you know what it is, but you don't understand why I can't talk about it. You don't really fully understand it because I didn't grasp it either, but there is a really good reason, and I'll share it with you later. Okay. But I won't share it with you, listener. God, what is this? If you write to me and want to know what- I'm sorry, listener. 
this is I think it's tough for a listener to hear oh. all this and then they go what is it what is it and well then this you is never why I'm telling tell them. them if you are dying to know and you think the thing that I'm talking about is just something that is your business um DM me and explain why you think it's your business and I'm not even this isn't me being sarcastic awesome like if you really want to know and you're like wow I'm interested in what she's talking about um I'll let you know what it is wait do you think if, if I trust you if I feel like comfortable enough with you I really will do you think if you're ovulating is it ovulating? Here we go again. Ovulating. Here we go again on this you. Okay, you want to know how many times I've said ovulate? You know how many times I've said ovulate in my in my life? What? Maybe twice in my life, other well, than just now. Maybe start saying it more. I'm just saying some people don't say these stupid words innocuous. I don't stupid say- words. It is <laughs> my body's <laughs> a chance to make a child for this planet. Andrew, how dare you say that that word is not important? And I hope that it crosses your lispy lips at least twice a month from now on. Oh, you think my lips are? You think my lisp isn't as important as your body? What? My lisp isn't as important as your it body. It does contribute a lot to my life. Your lisp. It's it, it's maybe not the planet. I've never said ovulate. I think in my life mm. until just now. So don't expect me to say this word. And right. you know what? How fucking hacky of you to do the. Snoring while I'm talking. I wasn't snoring. What were you doing? I was snoring. Yeah, it's so it's such a hack fucking move. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Listener, you should admonish him for that. As I just did. Boo. Boo. Wait, you think a guy five hundred miles away can tell if your pussy's ready to have a baby? Dude, I'm not even because they see your Instagram and they see like you glowing. Actually, I posted a picture from last week when I was super ovulating. You posted a picture showing your legs a couple days ago. Yeah, but I, dude, I know because but that's I, not you ovulating. That's just yes, a guy being like, no, no, I want to no. fuck her. No, 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 Andrew, you don't understand. You can't even perceive the things my body does when I'm ovulating. I look way hotter. Just your skin tone, your muscle tone, everything in your body is trying to get men to fuck you, and so it's making all of your your body look so fuckable. Your face, everything, and last week. According to my period app, Flow, F-L-O, I pay $5.99 a month for Too it. Too much. I was, uh, I was ovulating last week, and I posted a picture with no makeup, just, like, chill by the beach. And, like, it got so many You likes. were by the beach in a bikini. I wasn't in a bikini. I was wrapped up in a big sweater. Yeah, whatever, dude. A sweater that was down to my fucking knees. Yeah, people think beach. They think sex. You're, you're, I don't You think like- it has something to do with this period thing? Are you? Is this a character? No, it's not a character. I'm no, being serious, dude. You like women more when they're ovulating. Okay. Every girl listening right now, you know when you're just ovulating down the street, you're walking down the street, and every guy is looking at you, and that's there's what something I'm saying, else. But I'm going saying on? that's in person. No, they can sense it in okay, pictures, dude. Right. Everything girls do for makeup to look hot: red lips, yeah, um, yeah, like blush, uh, like white eyes, blush, like every blushing. You're. You're bu- you're mimicking how your body naturally responds when you're ovulating. That's why I don't wash the cum off because that's how I ovulate. I got old smelly cum. And yeah, girls and then are it, like, God damn. He recently masturbated in recent weeks. Three weeks ago. That's the smell of <laughs> three week cum. old cum. God, I'm turned on. I need a baby inside me. That means there's another batch ready for me. Oh, it's Because it hasn't probably come since then because of all the Zoloft. How's that going, by the way? Which one? The cum. Uh, coming. Good. Good. I've been coming way easier. I don't even think about it anymore. Oh, that's great. I think that's probably a lot of it was just like the thinking of it. I haven't masturbated or come really since uh, jump, dosing up my Trintilix. And I'm not that horny at all. Like I haven't masturbated or felt the need to in so long. Did you dose up without talking to your No, therapist? I dosed up with talking to her. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I doubled up. And I feel better, but you I am not. Better. 
well, I'm good today because I, I think meditation is like really like the shit, dude. Yeah. What? Or it could be just tripling up your dose. No. Uh, yeah, it triples it up. <laughs> Dribble it it could. Dribbling up. Yeah, so meditation was good. Um, went to that thing. New Year's is coming. Do you do resolutions or no? Um, yeah, you believe yeah, in them? I believe in like attempting to. Someone just asked me about this on my AMA. Or you want to check the poll? See, see what people are saying. Yeah, let's see what you might saying. be right. I mean, honestly, you might be right. I mean, it's your thing though, so it's biased. No, it's not biased. These are like kind of our both of our listeners. Okay, so you hit something. Hey, oh hit. shit, it's still going. It's still uploading. God damn it. That's ridiculous. Um so New Year's resolutions, I said anything that um gets you to like think about thinking about how to make your life happier, I think is good. So, why not? What's yours? Um hmm. I don't know, probably working out, but I mean, I feel like it's so selfish, but I do think like that's okay. Yeah, selfish Because right. it's not selfish. Because if you take care of yourself, you'll be a better person to be around, and it's taking care of all those who love you. I think the main thing is concentrating on the little things. And I think because of my anxi- anxiety, anxiety. Stop pulling out that cotton. I know. It I really that. bugs me. I know. Do, 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 okay, do, do, do. all right, please, all right. Please, okay, please. okay, okay. But my beca- I, I, my room is clean now. Everyone knows I have a yeah, clean room. Yeah, that's so exciting. A housekeeper was able to come in there and actually clean it more, which is such cool. a big step for me. Yes. <laughs> I organized my shoes. I got rid uh-huh. of I got rid of so many pairs. I only have my top six. It's wow. like MySpace. I got my top six. That's great. But like these like little things that like I've always passed over forever. Mm-hmm. Like that are so important because you need that stability to then have a launching off yeah. of that. Because then I would come home from the road and be like, "Ugh, God, I'm, I'm such a piece of shit. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I live in a piece, piece of, of shit. shit. I'm nothing. Blah I'm blah not, blah. Yep. All those thoughts. So I'm trying to get rid of all those negative really thoughts good. by taking care of the little things. I cleaned my apartment last night because I thought I was going to get some dick. And um, why did you think you're going to? Because my ex was in town, oh. and so I cleaned my apartment to like. And I wanted to impress him with it because it's a pretty dope apartment. And I came home to like a clean apartment that I just got to like be in myself. Like it's always like so funny when you clean for someone else, and then you're like. Why don't I do this for myself? Why Dude. the fuck do I care about what anyone else thinks about my bed? Story of my life right there. Right? It felt really good. So Everything it, I do is for... It taught me, like, okay, I need to start doing this shit for myself. <laughs> I really do. I know. So it felt really good. Um, yeah, I... What happened there? Why didn't he end up coming over? I saw him, but um, it just... The, the vibe wasn't there, and I'm just not, like, feeling that, like, horned up. Did you go to dinner? Um, he met us at the club. And, like, hung out with me and uh, a couple friends. Okay. And joined us. And it was, like, it was, was fun. It no, I awkward? No. And I, you know what, yesterday in my meditation, my 40-minute or yesterday. Um, 2020. 2020. I realized that, like, I really felt this, like, you know, I was thinking about seeing him that night and being like, oh, my God, what if he doesn't want to have sex with me? Like, that could happen. He always does, but what if he doesn't? What if that is the vibe now? Like, what if he's not attracted to me anymore? Is this why you did the lower tits? And I, um, yeah, I was definitely trying to, like, put it out there. And I was, like, And you're ovulating. And I was seeing other guys last night that I was, like, trying to, you know, put it out there. And, um, and I arrived at the idea that, um, it's totally fine if we're friends. Like, I, and, and if I decide I don't want to be friends with him, that's fine, too. Like, I didn't, the fact that he wouldn't be attracted to me didn't, I didn't take it personally. I mm. ran it through my head, and I was like, if my ex-boyfriend doesn't want to fuck me, which he always does for the past seven years, if he's somehow not attracted to me anymore, 
that doesn't mean that I'm not attractive to men. That means that I've changed in a way that is not suitable for him. And maybe I need to assess where, whether I want to sleep with him. So I'm still feeling it out. I'm seeing him again tonight. Maybe the vibe will be there, but it didn't feel like it. It's interesting. What do you think he, uh, he didn't, you didn't feel that vibe though? Or do you, think- our feet touched a couple times and that was thrilling and he looked super hot and his hairline was on point. But, um, and he was wearing a great shirt he looked great, Is and he didn't try. He wasn't trying bad? either, and I was definitely trying. Um, no, he he just like it's it's staying. Like his yeah. hair just keeps getting better and better. Okay. I don't know what he's doing, um, but I didn't feel a sexual vibe from him. I was almost like, oh my god, like my friend is super handsome and hot, but that doesn't I think mean that I could need be a great him. thing for you. Yeah, I mean, it could po- be. That could be your resolution is to let that go. Yeah, and, and just not... be like, we're friends. It's fine. Yeah, there I think need I to could. Be that fuck. That fucking was, feeling, that feeling of desire. Even, I followed up and I was like, it was great to see you. You look great. That was the most that I put it out there. But the last time I like kind of, you know, sometimes you just kind of like creak the door and yeah, you yeah. go, hey, hey, My you want to have here. sex? Hello. And then Hello. if they don't put their foot through the door to like, pe- like push it open more, then you just, you didn't lose much by creaking it open. Yeah. I used sometimes to do that when my, I slept on my parents' floor every night until I was in fucking ninth grade. What would you do? Did you know that? What did you do? It's really embarrassing. I don't like, think I've happened? ever admitted it. Yeah, let it out. Juicy story. Here we go. Here's the juice. Um, no, I think I've talked about it. I'm not even. That's why it's like I don't think about it because I'm not really that ashamed of it. But I was at the time. I was really scared at night. I was scared of Me sleeping too. alone. Yeah. Even in my sis with my sister when we shared a room, but we didn't share a room from sixth grade on, and from sixth grade until ninth grade, I would 69. sleep on my parents. Sixty nine, Bo. Um, sometimes I would sleep. I, I would probably sleep on my parents' floor two or three nights out of the week. And I, it got to the point where it was like every night in ninth grade and my dad was like, we're going to have to take you to see a specialist or we're going to move upstairs into your bedroom, which is the, really supposed to be the – you got the master bedroom up there and we're going to move up there and you'll have to sleep in the basement alone in our room because they lived in the, they slept in the basement. And I was like, I don't want that to happen. I'm a big girl. I need to like have my own bed. This is ninth grade. Yeah. I'm a big girl. Yeah, yeah. You're developed. Whew. You went through puberty already. I mean, this is all kind of coming to a so head. So what are you right wearing? Now. Like a nighty? What? No, I would sleep on the gymnastics <laughs> mat that I kept underneath their bed. I would pull it out. I would flip it out. I would put the t- under. What about a pillow? I would make my bed. They would. My dad would throw me a pillow on the floor, and I would sleep on the floor every night. And I loved it. We would watch the Tonight Show, and then finally we would. He would turn off the TV, and we'd all say good night. And sometimes we'd have like a storytelling, and we'd talk. But like most of the time, we just like fall asleep watching Jay Leno, and I loved it. Okay, I loved it. I'd see their little blinking VCR on the floor. Sometimes I'd be scared of spiders, but I knew that aliens couldn't abduct me. If because I do you was... think your dad would protect you? Just my parents would protect yeah. me. Yeah. Like, they'd at least be there. They'd witness the abduction, be... the alien abduction that I was terrified of. Maybe they would pay for it. Um, My alien abduction. Yeah, where do you... They don't... Aliens don't accept American cash. Yeah, they cash do. They take credit. Apple pay. They do? Well, yeah. ba- back then in uh, 1999, that wasn't they take apples, no, a thing. Just actual apples. Oh, we did have those. Okay. Um, right. When you would fall asleep, would you... Because I did this a lot, too. I don't know what age I stopped doing that, but I would, I would scream in the middle of the night, and then I'd go and sleep in my parents' room. I think I stopped doing it one night. I came in there. They both were butt naked. Yeah. And it was just, it was more frightening. I, uh, Freddy Krueger was less scary than, you know, my dad's dick. Yeah. You know, so I ended up staying. They were having sex bed. or they were just. I, they were probably just fighting naked. And <laughs> <laughs> just wrestling. Just wrestling. And so then I, but no, but I did the same thing. Did you though, like go in the middle of the night or this was like a plan thing? No, this thing? would go, this would either start upstairs. Like we would, 
be watching TV as a family after dinner until, and I would be doing my homework or whatever, and then it would be like time to go to bed. It's ten o'clock, and we would watch the news, and then my dad would be like, "Time to go to bed," and I'd be like, "Can I sleep on your floor?" And my mom and dad would kind of discuss it, and then they'd be like, "Sure, you can tonight." And it was always like a reward thing when I was little. We'd have pizza parties in my parents' bedroom, like late at night. It'd be like. You know, if we had an early dinner at like four, they're hungry again by like or five. Yeah. They're hungry by, by ten, and they want to they make a pizza, and then we eat pizza in, in bed and watch TV and stay up late. You know, probably till ten thirty. Yeah. But that was like a, a thing that was like so fun, and then it stops at some point, and you stop hanging out with your parents in bed. And I'm like, Do you remember the night it stopped, or like the day? So they had a conversation with you about not. No, being but like- I couldn't sleep on the floor anymore. I was never in bed with them when I was in my teens or whatever. Well, but you like, outgrew was, them. Yoga. Mat. I, yeah. I could- <laughs> <laughs> Your yeah. legs were a little too so long. So I would just always, it was, it was, I remember the last time, because I, my, my, my fears turned into different things. For a while it was aliens, and then I kind of got over aliens, because I, re- like, realized that that probably wasn't, like, going to happen to me, or that, I just convinced myself, it's like, you're not that special that an alien's going to come get you. There's no connection to you and, like, some kind of information you have that they're n- going to need to silence you or study you. It's not going to happen, Nick. So I, I talked myself out of that one. But then in eighth grade, my um, teacher showed us this movie called The Day After Tomorrow, mm-hmm. I think it's called. That, that could be your climate change movie. And it's about nuclear war. And it was like these people in Lawrence, Kansas, where I ended up going to college, oddly enough. But that it was like in the late 80s or early 90s, and it was just a terribly done movie. But when the, the atomic bomb hit, all the, the flash and all these people's skeletons were there. And then there was just in the whole world disappeared in one blink. And I like couldn't believe that this could happen. And I was like reading a book at the time. We were reading this book called Z for Zachariah about nuclear war and like the aftermath and the people that survived. And I was like, oh, my God, this could happen. There's actually buttons that a ma- an angry man overseas could push, and on a blink, my skeleton is shown, and then I'm dead. And I was just like, I couldn't. Any second that button could be pushed, like ever, my waking life became that button. Be put now, oh now, 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 now. And then when I would go to sleep, all I could think about was that button. And so one time, I was just I couldn't sleep for so long. And I went down in my parents' bedroom and I opened the door and I was like, I did the creak where I just creak open the door and I'd go like, no, I'd knock first because I'd be scared they were having sex because I was old enough to know that that was a thing that people did. And I knocked. I was at the age where I should have been having it. You know, most of my friends were yeah. having sex and I'm like, Dan, On mom. your parents' floor? Yeah. I know. Actually, they did. There was a party at my house and they definitely did. So I knocked and I go, dad. And he goes, Nikki, Nikki, what? And I'm like, I'm scared. And he's like, what is the problem? And I'm like, I'm scared of nuclear war. I'm scared of an atomic bomb. I'm scared of a bomb going off and like being disintegrating. And he just goes, you, there's nothing you can do right now. Like he's like asleep in the dark. He goes, there's nothing you can do about it. Think literally, what could you do about it? What, what do you want to do right now? And I was like, I, he goes, let go of it because there's nothing you can do. And I don't know what happened. I just was like, Oh my god! Yes, like but, I, there's but nothing then you I can slept do. There for another year. No, I didn't. I went oh. back upstairs and I never had to sleep there again. Oh, you said that was eighth grade. You said that Sorry, no eighth grade was no eighth grade was when we watched the movie and then I was obsessed with it until early oh, ninth grade. Oh, this was ninth grade. Yeah. yeah, it was became an obsession for me. And um, and sleeping in your parents was it because it was the basement? You thought you were more protected because you were below ground from the bomb? a little bit too. But like I just wanted to be with them when we all disintegrated. I was my first word was dangerous as a yeah, child. Such a long word. My first besides mama or dada, my first word was dangerous. Mine was dangerous. Inno- mine was innocuous. 
<laughs> Innocuous. Oh, my brother actually just sent me. It's kind of beautiful. You can send. A, he got video of Sid, my youngest. Saying nephew. his first word. Yeah. What do you say? Uh, it's bad. I don't want to say. It Mama. <laughs> no, it's it's very racist. Oh no. No no no. <laughs> no, he said. Cute. Ugh, when you do it, it's not great. He goes. Dad. That was it. It was so cute. Oh, I was hoping that was your last words. <laughs> His first would be my last. Yeah, I was hoping you died right after you did that because it made me so grossed out. You know, I just ran into this comedian that I knew from uh, like open mics and stuff, and he was at the gym. Mm-hmm. Where I was working out. Getting, going to the gym? Getting Jack, doing oh, shoulders no, no and chest. And oh, wait, you know what? You know what I wanted to take out for the new year? One second. Let me tell you. Oh, that's a nice chain. A fucking chain. Goes with this outfit. I forgot. I wanted to do a, um, looks so good. a wardrobe change. Yeah, no big deal. Just got a chain coming out. God, I'm gonna get I know. I'm gonna go get a chain. Yeah. My aunt gave me some money. I'm gonna get a chain. I gotta get you something still. And this is Cincinnati yeah, on it, which is where I'm born. Over and over again. Hanukkah's like over. Anyways, is it? So I ran into this comedian, and he's doing the bike, and uh, and uh, and uh, yeah, he's on the bike. I got my brows done, too, yesterday. I know. We can see. I got to get mine threaded again. You brought up a very good point. Yeah, you're saying, like, I'm th- threaded boy or whatever you call yourself. I mean, it's you like, picked okay, apart you did the it one once. of the nice post of, you know, showing that I've given up drinking and you break it down. But anyways. I congratulated you in a real way in person, like like friends are supposed to. On, on Instagram, I trash talk you, and in yeah. person, I'm very kind. It's nice. Okay, so you went to the so gym. I, you yeah, saw this old yeah, guy that which you I was trying to get. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. I'm getting to it. I'm a good broadcaster. I'm getting us back there. I'm getting back there. You ready? Yes. He is on the bike, and I was like, hey, what's up? I was like, oh, you getting in shape? He's like, you didn't hear? And uh, he died. He flatlined from doing cocaine. What? Yeah. Completely dead. And uh, his he was at a girl's house. They woke up, or she woke up. He wasn't awake. He was dead. And then she called 911, and they brought him back to life. Whoa. Yeah. Crazy. Um, and so he's like, I got a new lease. Yeah. And well, kind of. Because then he, I go, I go, it's nice. Then I mean, that's it. You could take that as a jumping off point. You're back. I was like, did you remember anything? He's like, not really. I was like, was there a white light? Was there any? He's like, there, he's like, I remembered more when it just happened, and now I'm just kind of remembering what I think I remembered right. from being dead or whatever. Yeah. So he ended up like a million-dollar bill. He was in a coma. Oh, like straight a up, million dollar bill. Yeah, but he has he has insurance. Thank, thank God. God. Yeah, because I was not going to pay for that GoFundMe. Yeah. Not one dollar. Mm. And um, so yeah, well, one dollar's not going to make a dent. So what, you might as well not give these GoFundMe's. Just die already. I mean, so um, he ends up. He goes. He goes. Uh, you know, I, I gave up drinking a month ago, and I was like, he's like, yeah, I put on a lot of weight. I was like, wait, so. <laughs> you died six months ago, so then you started drinking more yeah, because and gaining prob- weight. Listen, yeah, because he stopped because doing coke and then he got fat. Guess what? If you if you were him, you'd do the same thing. I've Whatever he's t- going through, dying wasn't enough for him to get it together in that way. And maybe he's using food as a coping mechanism for freaking out about the fact that he died. For sure. I do that all the time. I mean, throughout my whole life, whenever I, I like burnt down the house, went to... You know, got stabbed, whatever. Like, I never took those moments in and been like, yeah. today's the day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to change my yeah. life. No, it might be like an, an hour. You're like, yeah. yeah. And then it doesn't happen. You know, have, did you ever have a moment in your, well, you had the moment when you quit drinking, but like a moment of clarity where you're like, I have to like work extra hard. Like, why, where do you think you get your work ethic from? Like, why do you work so hard? I think 
um, it comes from. Was it one day? When no, it's just... an addiction. It's a. Yeah. It's one of my like. Um, I think it's one of my addictions, or my addictive personality definitely helps it. But I think it's about um, if I, I, I don't. I don't know. I just. I want to achieve. I want to. I. I don't want to get to a place and have any regrets about not doing the work that I could have done. And that's not to say that I don't have those regrets because I. I don't work as hard as I could work. Yeah. I honestly, people always say you're the hardest working person I know and stuff like that to me. But honestly, I I do rest and I'm getting better, even better about it. But like I still, I think it comes from not wanting to stop because if I stop, my feelings will flood in and then I'll have to like do something with them, which is either smoke pot to push them down, work out to push them down or, um, you know, uh, Become, eat. Yeah. You know, like I have oh, something will have to happen. So instead, I just work, and then working is a, a distraction. Broadcasting is a distraction. Like this is not me thinking about my feelings. It's me maybe talking about my feelings, but it's but not, not me. Really, yeah, it's not a. It's this isn't uncomfortable, and I don't know what that why that is that I'm uncomfortable with my feelings. I don't know what feeling is there, but I'm about to find it because I'm. Uh, I just took this awesome quiz that you can go online, and it's called. Let me just send it to you or like tell your listeners about it because it's legit awesome. But it's called My Wellbeing, I think, but it's like a New York database of psych- psychiatrists. And you just enter in your information how much you want to pay, how much you can afford, where you live, what you want to do. And they find you, they match you like a matchmaking service for free. And they send you three therapist names that you can just cold call. Oh, that is cool. Isn't that cool? And you can put in like how much money you make and stuff. And yep, and you. and they'll tell you exactly what. Let me just show. Let me just see what this is. Is called. it only? Is it only? It's for New, New York. York. I'm guessing that they're just okay. This is it. Um, I'm guessing they're just doing it as like a test city. Um, but she is. What is this from? Where is it? What's the name of the service, bitch? Okay, here we go. Mywellbeing.com. Mywellbeing.com. It's awesome. This is my. This is my new therapist. She's a nice looking she lady. She kind of like looks you. like me. Yeah, that's probably why you like her. And her last name's similar to yours. Very similar. That's crazy. Weird you picked her. I didn't pick her. She's oh, yeah. the only one the that... Uh, Dr. Picture. Drew said I need um, a certain type of therapy when I went on his podcast and he like diagnosed me. Um, he just, and, and she's the only one who does it in the city at the time. Oh, so wow. boom. So it's just you probably. Yeah, and I, I wrote them and I go, listen, I need this certain type of therapy that you don't list. And they go, okay, this, we found someone for you. Like this girl got back to me right away. It was like the nicest people like running this app for free. Oh, that's so nice. Isn't it awesome? It never works out like that. And people who are I would depressed, fill out my name, it's so like, hard yeah. to find that yeah. stuff. It's hard to get yourself to get to motivate enough to find a therapist and they make it really easy. I was like so grateful for that. That is great. Um, I also, can I, can I um, say something? I have a gift for you. Okay. Are you ready? I don't know. Are you doing it on air? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> Aww. Yes. Aww. Yes. yes. Wait. This. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them what it is. Tell them what it is. <laughs> okay. I had a couple things go through my head. I go, first of all... Buck Mason, okay, these are jeans. Mm-hmm. These are actually from Levi, mm-hmm. which is weird. What are those? But why do... I know. Well, let me, I'll get to it. <laughs> Can I talk once yeah. this whole show? Yeah. Buck Mason, their pants, you they only have 34s, mm-hmm. like in length, and I'm yeah. a 30. Yeah. So you have to get them hemmed. Right. 
So you giving me this, I saw a little bit of jean up here. I go, uh-huh. oh my gosh, you got me Buck Mason jeans. And then... And then you were like, oh, I have to get them hemmed. Yeah, or I assumed that you got them hemmed. And then it hit me that, oh yeah. no, these are just the clothes <laughs> I left at your house. Yeah. And this is the store that I want you to buy me clothes from. Well, why don't you keep digging in the bag then? Oh. Oh. Is that it? I don't think that's it. It is it. It is it. You told me it was $100 and that was 58 Yeah, it's only 58 Okay, is that it? Is it, it large, is it. the right size? Yeah. It is? Oh my God, I thought for sure it would be the wrong shirt or the wrong size. Yes! Yes! Because I looked you up in the database and your, your sizes aren't in there. I had to guess. Yes, it's I did nice. it. And I didn't remember the shirt because you kept showing it to me being like, Nikki, it's this one, but in, in, the, in the olive green. So I went in there and I'm like... Which one do you have? Show me all your olive green shirts. I don't remember at all what his shirt looked like. And then I pulled it up on Instagram and I was like, it's this one. It is this one. And they were like, this is $58. And I go, no, it's $100. He said that. So you're trying to get me to give you $100 cash? No. Oh, motherfucker. Yeah. I said, just give me. What are you going to a- do with that extra money? I was going to maybe get socks. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. This so I took an shirt. Uber here and I was like, ah, well, that goes to his $100. So you went in the store. Thank you so much. This is very kind is of you. Is there some schmutz on it? Yeah, you got me to one of schmutz. Probably paid forty eight for this. Um, no, it's very nice of you. But uh, it, Marshalls. Was, it was a nice left turn. This was a perfect setup punch. I know, right? It's really nice of you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Can I ask you um, a question? Yeah. What do you want? What can I get you um, in my budget? That's probably okay. under fifty. Um, I don't want anything. I don't like things. Okay. So, like, you know what I like is I would like... Um, I got you that Dunkin' Donuts before the show. I like earrings. I always like earrings because I have so many fucking, like, holes in my ears. I'm going to get more. So, any, like, one, even, like, one earring you find from someone that's, like, a cool earring. Like, I I'll always it. take a stud. Okay. Studs. I'm a stud. Well, how's it been going for you? you uh, did I don't you have know. I've been lazy. I could have gotten laid last night and I oh, just yeah. went to sleep. Jerked off, went to sleep. Yeah. Watch football. Yeah, that was a good night for you. It's a fine night. Yeah. I mean, and I felt so much better today. I went and worked out in the morning. Nice. I'm doing this. I feel great. Yeah, I got a big day out of me today, too. What else you got? And then we got Salt Lake this weekend. Yeah, I'll wear that sweater on stage. we're going skiing. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. We're going to Park City. We're going skiing. I'm not snowboarding. Even though I think I'd be better at snowboarding, I'm a little nervous about skiing. First day, try skiing and then go to snowboarding if you don't like it. Yeah. Or we could switch midday. Dude, it doesn't matter. No rules. I just can't wait for the Insta Live on the... On the on the on chairlift. The chairlift. That's all. And then I we care drop about. it. Yeah, and then we don't even ski. And then we just drink hot I chocolate so and go back to fucking New York. excited. Yeah. Going with my best friend from college, who is like one of the most incredible people I know. And then w- with my best friend Andrew and we got Colin. a place to stay. Our friend's uncle hooked it up. Dude, you you got us a place to stay. Andrew hooked. Yeah, like okay, that's that could be my Christmas present. Dude, it is. It's okay. so nice. Yeah, that's gonna be one stud. A half a stud. Dude, they sell them on the street vendors. If it would be such a nice gift to get like a um a turquoise anything turquoise by me. Yeah. In terms of jewelry. Love it. Okay. Need a little Turk in my life. You'll probably get a bunch of Turk sent to you through this. Not from me. All right, I'll take some it. Some random guy's gonna send you some flowers I'll and take some Turks. It. What um you gotta We got a tour coming up too. We should talk about that. Oh yeah, that. we should do need I'm so excited we're going to dance practice next week, next Sunday. A week from today we'll be at dance practice right now. Learning what? our dance for tour. Why are we telling him? That's a surprise. Who cares? If you want to see us come dance on tour, better come to see the Bang It Out tour. So many dates, so many dates being added. Guys, this is turning into like one of the biggest comedy tours I would ever want for myself. And I'm, I'm fucking excited. After you do this tour, this leg, well, I guess you probably shouldn't even talk about it yet. And we what should do you mean? just talk about this. Special? Tour. No, 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 no. Are we going to like 
go somewhere else, like Europe or something, or Australia like for like a vacation. No, no, we'll do oh, more dates. Mm. Or you think this is the only run? No, I th- no. This will be like I think I'll keep touring, but like this one, I'm gonna probably try to do my life like most like headlining super famous comedians do, which is like lean into self care. I went on this vacation in Cabo, and I realized like. Glaze needs vacations in her life. That's a great two weeks. I want to go. I want two weeks off here and there, and I want to do things that make me happy. And this tour will make me immensely happy. But I can't. I've been on perpetual fucking tour yeah. for fifteen, ten years, over ten years. It's time to which every weekend, nearly every weekend, it's got to end at some point. So this is not my goodbye tour, but it could be. I could die. I could die any day. Fingers crossed. What are you gonna do? If I mean, you you'd die, be fine. You're, you're at this point. You know what's soaring. so funny? It's so funny. I you're, was, you're, you're. I'm not worried about you. Baby bird can fly. Baby bird's okay. This was interesting. I was watching the Kevin Hart documentary. Mm-hmm. He and he's like the hardest working guy. He does yes. work very hard. And he has a moment where he's talking to his trainer, who he's like, you know, he made this trainer big, you know, and right. he gives the trainer a lot of money, and then they're on the plane, and Kevin Hart's like. He's like, what kind of wealth do you have? Like, Kevin Hart's drunk, and he's talking to his trainer. Like, what kind of wealth do you have? You don't even own a house. Do you own a house? How are you going to make money without me? And I was like, man. And I go, God, this is hitting close <laughs> to home a little bit, but not really. Like, I don't think you're that mean. But, like, and then the trainer goes, you don't think I could fucking make money? And then the trainer gets up, and then they fucking have a fight on the plane. The trainer stood up for himself and was like, fuck you. I could fucking make money. And I was like... Hell yeah. <laughs> that, that dude's the shit. Yeah. Are we going to fight <laughs> yeah, on a fight. southwest plane? Yeah, dude. It's going down on the slopes. I'm going to throw you off a cliff. You're in boarding group <laughs> three. So you're you're number C37. I'm A11. Know your place, Andrew. <laughs> what? What did you say to me? Yeah, I checked you in later so that you would be in a worse boarding group just so you know. I, I didn't even need to do that, but I did that to let you know that I bought this ticket. I want to be in C-37. Oh, you do? Oh, you you're too good be? for C-37? You like a middle seat? Is I that like true? a middle seat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like sure to struggle. I like to feel one with the people you think you entitled motherfucker. Yeah, I own you. I own you, Oh, you, you own bitch. me? Yeah, oh. I decide where you sleep at night. I pick your hotel. I go into a hotel tonight, and I go, what is the second to least cheapest hotel that I can put this motherfucker in where he won't complain, and um, and it won't be like his apart- his his room is like facing a parking lot, but it's a, just a step above that. Well, that's still a good room. I know. I do treat you kind of well. It's awesome. Thanks, bud. <laughs> Go sleep on the floor. No, I, I put you in good hotels. I actually think about your well-being. You should. When I put you back. And, and, but I don't ha- – like, you – but no, you – I do, of course. But yeah. you would you, – you're always like, I would sleep on a couch, Nikki. Yeah. I don't care where I sleep. And I know that you would take places that are shittier, and I go, no, he deserves better, even though he would gladly take this. Uh, yeah. And also, there's something to be said for that. Also, in Not your – and in, in our – we do like a well, one-two punch up top on your set. Yeah. And it doesn't seem cool if I'm like, come to Holiday Inn and fuck me. No, that would it's be just, so yeah. funnier. Yeah, it would be. If funny. I implore the girls to DM me. Like, because we do this bit up top when you see us on the road where I try to get Andrew laid. And I facilitate it. He's already getting himself laid by, like, killing in front of me and, like, wearing a cool outfit. And Oh, that you got – have you talked about that girl Which that one? sent you the DM? Which one? About your outfit to her boyfriend. Oh, no. I should talk it's about it. so funny. God, I should have you more on the show. But we're, like, way over time. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Well, this is like a super bonus clip that you can just put out as a clip. Just finish up. Well, essentially, this girl wrote me saying that. Uh, oh, yeah. It's she 420, liked, man. I got to go. It is 420. We got to go smoke weed and watch Honey Boy again. Um, <laughs> I ended up uh, getting a, a message. This girl says, here, I'll actually read it. It was so ridiculous. Sometimes people are so unaware, it's mind boggling. Uh, she goes. She oh, said, sorry. so pretty much this girl, can you edit this oh, yeah, to here. Oh, wait. be faster? I'm trying, yeah, sure. I mean, this is a bonus clip anyways. I'm just trying okay, to find Okay, so it. this girl writes- Oh, here it is, here it is, okay. She goes, disclaimer, my husband is the least homophobic person ever. Ever. Ever, dot, dot, dot. I wonder if she's ever heard Trump talk. I sent him a video of you dancing. Like <laughs> because I like the black sweats look. So, uh, then parentheses, so tough for men- to be stylish these days. Can I read it as a girl? Disclaimer. My husband is the least homophobic person ever. Dot, dot, dot. I sent him a video of you dancing because I like the black sweats look. Parentheses. So tough for men to be stylish these days. Eye roll emoji. End parentheses. <laughs> I had already told him your story after you did Taylor Strucker's podcast. Then she sent him the video. <laughs> she, the sent, she sent the text exchange between her boyfriend and Andrew. Oh, I just accepted it. Sorry. Oh, no. She goes, he's the one that tours with Nikki Glaser, who used to walk dogs. He goes, queerer than a $3 bill. She goes, he's really not. And he goes, he is straight? She goes, yeah. He goes, no effing way. I thought he had the high-pitched voice. (laughs) I thought he had the high-pitched voice. She goes, a lisp, actually. And he Um, goes, ah. And she goes, I'm not making him sound any less gay, which is a really funny thing to say, by the way. It is a funny thing to Um, say. Good job to you. But your boyfriend is homophobic and probably because he had a gay experience early on that he's ashamed about or he, like, is thinking about um, other men in certain ways. And he's also very jealous of Andrew because you sent a picture of a man and was like, hey, dress like this guy who I'm attracted to. And that's what your boyfriend sensed and that's why he lashed out at Andrew. It's so funny that dancing and, like, just having a good time. It's so hard for some men. <laughs> they, it's not that. He was no, jealous of you. No, I'm telling you, though. I'm telling you, though. Some men, if they can't go outside their little toxic Yeah, it's really male... hard to be silly and vulnerable because being silly is so vulnerable. And silly is gay. Yeah, silly is gay. Apparently. Well, gay men, gay out men, I think, are just so much sillier and fun because they've had to overcome this huge thing to, like, be honest with who they are. So they're already... Like celebrating this on, this deep honesty within them that they're so ashamed of that they let it all fly out. So then they get to be. It's not that gay men are sillier; it's that gay men are more comfortable with themselves. Heck yeah! Do you have a YouTube video that you've been watching at all lately? Oh, dude, why didn't you like t- like? Say, it's fine. It's not a big. Oh deal. yeah, you. I'll I'll give you one. This is a great one, actually. There's not. Oh my god! Can, first, can I say Bo Burnham's art is dead? I know. Dead. I was going to talk to you about that. How fucking good is that, dude? I forgot. Oh, should we just play that one? Um. Yeah. Okay. And then I'll just do a quick other one. But this is fucking incredible. Okay, so Bo Burnham is. I, if you don't know who he is, here I'm playing it on my thing. Okay. Um. If you don't know who he is, get uh, with it. He became big. He used to play songs in his like. Attic or basement? All you need to know is that he's a genius, young, um, like, phenom-type prodigy uh, that started when he was very young, and he's been as good as he's ever been right out of the gate. He's, like, Chappelle levels of brilliant, like, but he's also a musician and a director, filmmaker, um, and he's just, he's incredible. What I loved about this video 
is that he's sitting with five older men. Older who, comedians. Uh, older comedians that take themselves, they think they're fantastic. The show been told. is about, it's, it's Paul Provenza's show, and it was called um, The Green Room, and it was just a bunch of male comedians in this episode, a bunch of male comedians sitting around talking about how important comedy yeah. is and analyzing it. It's Gary Shandling, it's Judd Apatow, it's Mark Marin, it is um, Ray Romano and Paul Provenza, the host. And then, and then, then Bo young, Burnham, who Bo is Burnham. 20. Yeah. In this clip, maybe even younger, this is 2011, and Bo's even young now, and Bo gets up and does a song that is called Art is Dead, and it's commenting on what comedy and what artists really are today. Art is essentially dead, and he actually proves it, and he, and he like, rubs their faces in it. It's beautiful. Bo actually, when he performs, is, uh, there's a lot of ironic attachment there. There's a lot of, you know, you're not, you're not really revealing anything of yourself. So, you I, know. I never talk about what I really okay. think about on stage directly, because I just don't think... I don't value what I think at this point about those issues. Well, just really, like, I don't, I don't think anyone wants to get up and hear a 20-year-old, like, tell them what they think you, about how you the me world works. Would you do me a favor? So I just kind of make jokes. Would you do me a favor? Would you do Art is Dead? Yeah. Because I... <laughs> I want to hear that. Oh, okay. Oh, he's a, he's a prop comic. <laughs> they got to shit on him. They have to shit on him. That's why I wanted to hear that. like to seem complicated but we're not complicated i can explain it pretty easily have you ever been to a birthday party for children one of the children won't stop screaming because he's just a little attention attractor when he grows up to be a comic or actor he'll be rewarded for never maturing for never understanding or learning every day other people, you selfish ass. Must be psychotic. It must be demented to think that I'm worthy of all this attention, of all of this money you worked really hard for. I slept in late while you worked at the drugstore. My drug's attention. I am an addict, but I get paid to indulge in my habit. It's all an illusion. I'm wearing makeup. I'm wearing makeup. Makeup. Art is People think you're funny. How do we get those people's money? Said an artist here. We're rolling in dough while Carlin rolls in his grave. The show has got a budget. The show has got a budget. All the poor people, way more deserving of the money, won't budget because we wanted our name and lights. When we could have fed a family of four for 40 fucking fortnights, 40 fucking fortnights. I'm an artist, please God forgive me, I am an artist, please don't revere me, I am an artist, please don't respect me, I am an artist, feel free to correct me. Self-centered artist, self-obsessed artist, I am an artist, I am an artist, but I'm just a kid, I'm just a kid, I'm just a kid. I'll grow out of it. 2020. 
start of a great new year. Come Happy to the tour. New year. I think that's Bang it out tour. Interesting from a, a, a Watch comic. Yeah, I, I thought it was cute. Thought, <laughs> fucking Marin. Mar- Marin has to fucking shit on it. You hear me, Marin? You got to shit on Bo? Come to our tour. Nikki's tour Bang that it I'm out tour. for. Bang uh, it out NikkiGlazer.com uh, slash tour for tickets and you can get meet and greets and you can meet both me and Andrew and I'd love to meet you and um, I acknowledge that Andrew has lots of fans that are not fans of me and I hope that you became fans of me through this and um, thank you for listening and listen to the U Up podcast as well. Puddles, puddles, everybody now puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down. If you're getting too close, you know you're getting wet. If you're getting too close, you know you're getting wet. You're standing in deep, you're getting real wet. You ain't that deep because you're kind of shallow. Shallow in the brain and shallow in your heart. You'll never get that deep inside the water, girl. You'll never get that deep. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down. You know, when you're standing in the puddle, you don't know where to go because you're so deep. You don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know how wet I am because I'm so wet. That's who I am. I'm so wet. Wet. I'm so wet. I'm so wet. I'm so, so, so wet. Now, come on in. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, 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 everybody now puddles, puddles, everybody get up because you get down and then everyone will come over here. This episode of Puddles was recorded at Remember to Be Happy Studios. Production by Becky Rodriguez and Tanner Williams. That's Human Places, The Ease of Three, and Lil Kinky 69.